0: You are listening to Ayahuasca Talks, and I am your host, Rebecca Hayden. On this show, we discuss our ayahuasca integration journeys. Using hypnosis to journey within can be a powerful way to begin or continue to heal and grow, and to tap into that wise inner voice as a source of guidance. To find out more, please visit rebeccahayden.com or email me at rebecca.hayden at gmail.com. To learn more about microdosing ayahuasca legally, please visit ayahuascamicrodosing.com and use the coupon code TOX to get a 10% discount on your entire order. If you're on Facebook, please join the Ayahuasca integration community and feel free to reach out to me directly. Welcome to another edition of Ayahuasca Talks. Um, today, we have Greg Lake with us, and Greg is a trial and appellate attorney, an author, an entheogenic church consultant, and the co-founder of a website called EntheoConnect. Hi, Greg. Thanks so much for joining me today.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me, Rebecca. I'm, I'm happy to be here.
0: Wonderful. We had, uh, we've had we had a couple of great discussions so far, and I'm really excited about Um, This new platform that you're creating that's also, you know, entirely sort of um, motivated and inspired through your work with medicines Um, But first before we we get started, maybe just um, a little more of an intro about how you became involved uh, with medicines and uh, leading up to kind of like Where you got this inspiration for this new online platform for us to connect?
1: so Yeah. So, you know, and again, this, this could be a 20 minute thing. I'll boil it down as good as I can, Rebecca. So I was an addict for a very long time, about 17 years throughout the course of my addiction. I'd worked with various psychedelic and theogenic substances, but towards the end uh, really took a liking to psilocybin um, and had very many mystical experiences as the researchers would call it. And, you know, unfortunately it couldn't cure my addiction at that time, but I did extensive inpatient treatment, 31 months. Um, and once I graduated from treatment, um, I got back into the psilocybin, um, working with it as a means to kind of further my personal development and, and help with relapse prevention, uh, which it was a very effective at. And, uh, that kind of led me to re, you know, looking at the research into psilocybin, which then led me to publish my first book in June about, uh, you know, the mental health benefits of psilocybin. Uh, Shortly after I published that book, I got into doing the entheogenic uh, plant medicine church consulting, uh, helping people get their legal paperwork, you know, right here in the US, which then led me to my first sacred ceremony uh, with Bufo in Texas. And um, it was after that ceremony that really, I was guided to a get more involved with helping people with these churches, and B, uh, I was guided to partner with my now business partner, Hector, uh, to create this website in Theo Connect. And so, you know, from there, that's kind of where my existence in the space flourished from that point.
0: So what about um, ayahuasca? You had mentioned that that was sort of um, an inspiration as well. Can you talk about that just a little bit?
1: Yeah. So let me let me just real briefly backtrack just to give some context. So for me, the medicine use post treatment in inpatient treatment hasn't been so much about I mean, there is healing qualities to it, but for me, it's a lot about personal development. Uh, and how I can just keep bettering myself every day. And so after this Bufo experience, I then engaged with ayahuasca. And at this point, I've been in three different ayahuasca ceremonies, which have been just mind-blowingly beautiful um, and have given me a lot of guidance as it relates to my work in this area. Um, And, you know, Mother Ayahuasca really explained a lot of things to me that were going on in my life since I entered Uh, the space that really made sense and made everything click for me and understood it, you know, to a certain degree, everything that was happening to me um, and, you know, be good and at peace with it and and push forward with the information I was given.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. Um, I love the nature of Ayahuasca when, when she seems to, to come across that way and that beautifully strong yet feminine and supportive guidance, you know, um, helping us all to to feel empowered to do the things that we know uh, we want to do and that we're, you know, invited to do or these missions that we're given. And uh, yeah, so um, I wanted to to mention something that has just kept crossing my mind. And I know when this happens, there's a reason for it. Um, you know, you had suffered from, uh, you were struggling with some addictions um, and, and I notice you, you refer to yourself as an, an addict or that you were an addict. And I often encourage people to consider not, not doing that because, I mean, you know, you were struggling with something that is far more common than most people realize. I mean, um, not most people are necessarily uh, have addictions to heroin, but they, we all, I mean, I'd say most people have some kind of addiction, whether they identify it as such or not. And there's something in there, like every aspect of our lives, it, it, it's a teacher in a way. And even though I, I have seen and experienced some grave results from uh, addictions, um, I know that underneath it, that, that soul inside of us is trying to find its way to something that is healthy and bright and is trying to move away from what is harmful. And there is a guidance system. And even though because we're in such an unhealthy uh, environment, it may be, uh, you know, it may be off off kilter, right? But there's something deep inside of us that knows that something's wrong and that think we could feel better and that maybe there are altered states that are helpful in that regard. You know, I think there's been something going on for a long time that's trying to lead us there and we've just been you know, kind of stumbling through it and trying to get to the right place.
1: Yeah, I I agree, Um, you know, with my addictions. You know, I mentioned that I did engage with psilocybin while I was in my addiction. And, you know, the downloads or the information I received from those was very profound and enlightening and just saying, look, man, you're not going to go anywhere. And as a matter of fact, your life's going to continue to get worse until you kick the heroin or kick the alcohol or cocaine. But, you know, but the thing is, is that I knew that at the time and accepted it. So it's the medicine didn't necessarily beat me up. It was just you know telling me pretty much what I already knew and it would make me cry. Um, But, you know, with the withdrawal is what kept me for so long from really taking that step. But the medicine really showed me the correct path and I understood the correct path. I just had to kind of take that on my own accord.
0: Oh yeah, you know it's it's not easy, and I, I think that obviously you have a very special relationship with psilocybin mm-hmm. it's it's such a lifesaver for so many of us and and it's a beautiful medicine too. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think we learn over and over again just not to be so harsh with ourselves about yep. um, about these situations that we've come through because they're uh, in a way, you know, in the end, when you look at what you've achieved it's it's like a badge of honor to you know, have come through that and know how much you learned and, and grew through it, you know? Yeah, um,
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm just so excited about, um, about this mission you're on and about Entheo uh, Connect because it's just come at a time. It's, it's perfect timing, let's face it. It's perfect timing,
1: right? Yeah. No, it, um, it is. And, and I'll tell you real quick, it's like the events every single day keep telling me, perfect time perfect time it just it's it seems to be getting a little bit worse before it gets better but you know i again i want to create this forum to kind of alleviate some of the social problems that i perceive
0: yeah i mean so we're experiencing this situation i mean you know integration is is a, a tricky thing uh, we come back from a ceremony and sometimes a retreat in which we're with you know people who have all been through this amazing transformation, the feeling is so wonderful and loving and we're in this bubble,
1: right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And then you come back and you are contending with all kinds of different energies and ways of going about things. And you're learning at the same time, you know that you're bringing forth this kind of idea of, I know we can do this differently and I know we can do this better. And even on, in ayahuasca groups, you know, on Facebook, we see this, you know, aggressive behavior. And and I'm just realizing through all of my ceremonies and the things that ayahuasca is teaching me is that we are in our infancy in learning how to get along with one another. And mm-hmm. even though that may seem strange, it's not surprising when you look at our history, at human history and all the wars and everything. I mean, it yeah. really is true that, you know, we're, and I, I have a young son, I uh, look at the school system and we are not learning about ourselves uh, very few schools are actually helping uh, to foster that whole relationship building with one another. Um, you know, there's lots of big posters on schools that say don't bully but it's like, okay, so, but why do people bully? And and why don't we discover those things, help kids discover those things about themselves and why and how to, you know, respond to that? I mean, this is something every child will use, you know, they may mm-hmm. not use trigonometry when they're in their 40s, but boy, will they ever use this? Right?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. You know, personal relations is is pretty key to, uh, you know, living a happy and, and good life, I feel. Yeah,
0: yeah. and it's always going to be Important, relevant, integral to a happy life. So, and we're still finding our way. And and I, you know, we know that we do medicines. It doesn't mean we never get triggered again. It doesn't mean we're not going to be challenged. In fact, a lot of the times we're going to be definitely challenged because Absolutely. it's opportunities, right? It's an yep. opportunity for us to see why and, and discover those things for ourselves. Why why did we get upset? Why are we reacting the way we are? And what I see Antho Connect as being is an opportunity for us to really be that way. Um, with Facebook, I, I think there are attempts to do that. And I think that, you know, we've tried to uh, to create those bubbles in that system and say, hey, within this bubble, let's be this way. And but there's a lot of policing and shutting down. And um, I'm wondering if Entheo Connect can be our opportunity to say, hey, you know, when people, you know. Are become aggressive or whatever, we have a chance to to tuck it out, to respond instead of react, mm-hmm. to say, hey, you know, do you think that uh, there's a way that you can, you know, hear this person out, even though you might not agree with them? Or um, do you think that's the best way of going about it? And, and how do you feel? And, you know, these kinds of things. What do you think about that?
1: No, I mean, I, I agree wholeheartedly with you. And, you know, I, I know we talked about this the other day, but there will be rules to our forum about, you know, Yes, we encourage debate and, you know, it's okay to disagree with people, but, you know, taking it to the level of disparaging someone or a personal attack will be highly frowned upon and there will be, you know, rules against that. Um, But, you know, I'm hoping that over time the community will just kind of police itself um, in a sense. Like you say, like the community starts to learn these more healthy ways uh, of communicating, because, you know, quite frankly, a lot of people are going to be coming from Facebook and these other platforms sure. where where this behavior has kind of been tolerated and maybe in certain instances encouraged, um, you know, to this new, you know, and I think I told you this too, we want this to be a safe and sacred online platform where, you know, I envision this to be the same kind of dynamic that goes on, like when you show up to an ayahuasca ceremony, right? Like, let's say the time before the ceremony starts and the next morning or, you know, those kind of times, you know, where people are kind of not at each other and accepting mm-hmm. of each other and loving each other. <laughs> That's kind of what, I, what I'm what i hoping for. It might be a little idealistic, but, you know, we can we can do our best.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I mean, let's move beyond the, even the idea of that and call it an intention, right? Mm-hmm. Let's move into yep. creative mode because when we're faced with the challenges that we are today, this is what we must do is really intentionally admit that we're creators and start creating intentionally and deliberately create spaces saying, okay, uh, instead of ranting and raving about what I don't want, I'm going to create what I do want. And, and you know, the, this is a perfect example, and instead of policing, I I'm going to respectfully suggest that you know there's another way of responding, you know, and and sure guidelines are are, are make absolutely full sense, um, but I think that it would be an interesting idea to ask questions of people who are behaving that way so that they can start to you know to do that work, you know, and 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 you know I wonder why you're feeling that way, you know, like you're you're reacting that way. Maybe that's something to explore. In the meantime, you know, let's not continue in that vein in this yes. conversation kind of thing. It's going to take more doing than automation. And, you know, it, it will take a lot more work. It, it's something that I'm going to suggest. And I know that it's, it's not always practical. You know, this is what I'm discovering about all of this. It is not, it, you have to really invest time. Like, with, (laughs) when we parent, when, when you try to consciously parent, um, you have to take time to do it. Um, you know, you have to sit down at that moment when things are rising, um, to a point where they're uncomfortable and say, Hey, what's going on here? Not, Oh God, too bad. Gotta go, you know, and, and we've got these lives that are not designed for that. And I had to change the design of, of my life (laughs) to accommodate it.
1: You know, I agree.
0: Yeah, I mean if we want these things to happen, we do have to actually put in that effort and time and make it a priority, you know?
1: Yeah, and and you know again that that permeates many many things in life and um you know with something as basic as what we're discussing, I mean it 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 should go on a priority list if that is a challenge, you know, a person is facing, you know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I mean when someone's reacting in a, in an aggressive way or or trying to shut someone down or using you know derogatory um, uh, terms, uh, you know it's it's there's there's something that's triggering them there, you know, and it is an opportunity for them. And there's a lot of shaming that goes on, you know, in response to things like that. So it's the same energy really, but there's one side that is seemingly in the right and you know, I think we're learning through these medicines that it's not about right and wrong. It's all about, you know, these opportunities to learn. Yep. It's all about, you know, remaining on that path and and deliberately taking those opportunities to do what we need to do. And as you say, I think this creates a, a very safe space because people can, you know, so-called mess up. People can, you know, say, hey, sorry about that. I was just kind of like, this is why that happened. Now I have time and space and feel safe enough to think about why I did that. And, you know, we could really have such a big integrative experience through this kind of platform.
1: Yeah, I agree. And and so along those lines, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, <laughs> hopefully with the number of people who are integration, you know, coaches and these other kind of service Providers in the space, you know, with them being there and interacting in the community, um, you know, their ability to help kind of guide these people just ad hoc, you know, like, look, you know, I I said this comment where this person kind of got sideways with this other individual and just bump in and say, hey, look, you know why is this why why are you reacting that way because you know on Facebook I I don't see a lot of people interjecting in that manner and um you know I think that there are healthy ways for a third party to interject uh, that could be fruitful and uh you know be good and and help the person that's having a hard time uh, with cordial discourse there
0: yeah you know what this could be an intention too this could be um, something that you can um, you know request of people. Uh, who are going in to also um, make their services available, going in to, um, you know, to to connect with people and offer uh, integration to, you know, to kind of be that presence as well. I mean, I certainly, you know, will do that. And, and I'm sure there are others who will. I mean, this is how we build these kinds of communities, you know, not by shutting people down necessarily, but by, you know, helping them to, uh to work through it and to understand better why that happened. And, you know, it, it does take time. It takes effort, but it's well worth it.
1: You know, and one thing that I'm kind of seeing or taken from a lot of the stuff I see on these other platforms is that I, I think a lot of the people who are going to these ceremonies and engaging the medicine ayahuasca, um, I think they're skipping out on the integration part because, you know, it's, I, I can tell they're generally interested and have participated in, in the plant medicine, but, you know, by a lot of their actions, I can still see, see a lot of didn't properly understand or grasp some of the things that are commonly taken from these experiences. And, you know, hopefully on, on my platform, on Entheo Connect and the community's platform, um, they'll be connected enough with these providers to have a chance to actually start working these things through with someone who can really kind of dig down deep with them to understand what exactly was going on at the last ceremony or the one before, you know, et cetera.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm really, uh, I've got a lot of high hopes (laughs) I do Um, because I can see these opportunities, um, first of all, there's a lot of people who experience ayahuasca and they don't even really understand fully what integration is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's new. You know, all, we're all talking about integration as though, you know, this is a concept that's just been around for so long. It hasn't. With, with no, these medicine, not at
1: all.
0: Yeah. And with these medicines, the way that they were traditionally experienced was through shamans in yep. tribes or in villages where um, you would walk out into a community of people who fully, you know, appreciated shamanism and what it's about and all of these things. You wouldn't have to do all the awkward explaining and feeling isolated and all the rest of it that we experience when we go back into the Western world and into our, you know, various societies and, and, and trying to make sense of it while trying to navigating our world and, and, and trying to do so in a different way. There, there was no need for this, you know, so-called integration. We invented it. We we are coming up with it, we're, you know, um, making it up on our feet, we're, we're, we're trying to navigate this very new way of experiencing something that's ancient and applying it to a modern world. So it's new for a lot of people. And, and so I think that, you know, we need to kind of cut people some slack, understand Mm -hmm. that we're all just finding our feet with this and, and, you know, um, encourage it, inspire it you know, instead of like, you know, because um, people are coming at it too, from all kinds of different angles, people who, you know, maybe couldn't afford those services, didn't know they're available, didn't know where to get it. Um, still struggling with so many issues. Let's face it, when we go to the medicine, we go there to get help. So it's, it's not like overnight, it's all gone. <laughs> you
1: know? Yeah, No, you're, you're <laughs> right about that. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna see this play out. So you know, we, we, we have an opportunity there to, to help work through it. Um, tell me about um, what's happening with it so far and, and what you see um, happening in the near future. Because you have the website up now, right?
1: Yes. So we, we have the landing page up and we are working diligently on what we call the backend and development terms, which means, you know, the actual main site that will go up. Um, And just trying to hammer out the details there. And, um, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of details and, um, you know, some of it's going to have to be worked out after the, after the launch. And so, look, it's going to be a a great learning, teaching, uh, growing experience for me, you know, my partner Hector and and everybody else in the community, you know, so I I think it's going to be just the process of fine tuning the site will be a chance for everyone to kind of come together and participate uh, Under a common umbrella to to make something great uh, out of a community based and oriented platform.
0: Yeah, to start to build it together. Mm-hmm. So, are you inviting others to? Um, I think you'd mentioned this before to uh, contribute ideas and uh, and maybe uh, even yeah. like
1: assistance. I, I would love it. You know, Rebecca. I think I told you the other day. I'm an extremely busy person. I, I, yeah. I work a lot of hours, and so anytime someone reaches out with a, a a a well-intended suggestion or a positive solution, I am all ears. I I promise you I'm all ears. And um, you know, that's one thing I learned through working with the medicine is that, you know, I I don't know everything and that, you know, (laughs) A lot of time, you know, sometimes, Rebecca, I learn things from children if I just listen to them. Oh, of course them, you we know? do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, no, they're the
0: greatest teachers.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> that's that's it. Yeah. So if anybody, you know, has anything, suggestions, ideas, like, feel free to let me know. It definitely will be considered. I can put, you, put it to you that way.
0: Mm hmm. And um, it's timely also because of obviously this lockdown situation and yes. social distancing. Mm-hmm. At, and at this time, I think it's starting to chafe on so many of us. And it would be nice to be able to connect in a healthy way online. Um, you had mentioned your involvement with with churches. Mm-hmm. And, I think that when we like a lot of us had introduction to spirituality through religion, and it didn't necessarily present um, to us the opportunities that we find through medicines to to really um, uh, heal and uh, connect with spirituality and discover our own you know unique spirituality, and um, and then when we do that, we want to share it with others. You know, there's that deep desire. Do you find that's true that we want to connect with others that way.
1: Yes, absolutely. With others. And, um, you know, one thing I have noticed Rebecca in in this space is that, you know, we all kind of have our own idiosyncratic beliefs and it's just, it seems to be okay. You don't see somebody saying, you know, sources like this and this, 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 it's like, there's these little differences between everyone's beliefs, but there seems to be enough core foundation of the spiritual, spiritual beliefs there that like, it all everybody just gets along and it's fine you know if someone believes a little bit different or different than me like that's, that's fine we're, we're all here about love you know and that seems to be the common thing is that the importance of love um and that's that's a great way to build a community and a, and a great foundational concept um to build a community around it's just loving one another
0: You know, you beautifully segued into this next topic, which is, it's all the same topic, really, but um, how right now, you know, we're, we're, especially those of us who've experienced medicines and all the rest of it, we're in this unique position where, um, you know, we feel isolated already, you know, coming out of this very unique and strange experience that we don't we're not necessarily immediately in our own families or neighborhoods surrounded by people who get that or even have a clue. So we want to gravitate towards people you know who do have some frame of reference, even as you pointed out, and as we say a lot on the show about how so unique it is for everybody. But there is that that comfort in knowing that others have experienced it too, even in their own way, and to make those connections. Um, but now we're we're so we've got that layer. And then we've got the layer of lockdowns and distancing and we've also got the layer of what's happening what's happening politically what's happening in the health field um, and people falling on at least two different sides of this if not more and this is the real test you know Um, this is the test of us being able to apply all of these beautiful things that we know and if we move beyond our differences and back into what we do have in common, and we we do we have so much more in common than what we don't have in common, and getting back to that is really going to drive us home. It's going to take us where we need to go to be in that place we all want to be. You know, we all care about our health. We all care about um, being uh, loving, and in a, we all want a peaceful existence you know, we all want uh, to be social, we want uh, to to feel free and safe. So all of these things are a great way, you know, to return to in our agreement with one another as to what we want, how we go about it might be different. Mm -hmm. And we have a great opportunity to explore how we do that, Um, how it's possible to respect one another's differences just like we do with the spirituality we don't insist everybody have the same experience we do and see it the same way we do this medicine experience is really teaching us that it is very very possible and it is happening that people are having different realities and you know to be peaceful and loving in in amongst you know that kind of understanding means that we have to develop that kind of respect for one another in all areas of life not just spirituality
1: no, that's right. I agree. Um, you know, probably, and I was kind of raised, Rebecca, in the house where it was taught to me from a very early age to be respectful. Uh, you know, and, tr- and treat people right. And, and I tell you, it's it's helped me out so much in my life. Uh, I think some people might not get it, but you know, treating people right and respecting people, like what I found, is that people are more willing to help you or give you what you want. You know, if you, if you just treat them right and are, and are nice to them and respect their views or whatever. Um, and I just want to encourage people to kind of explore what I just said is that, you know, your life can be a lot easier and better simply by just doing right by people and respecting yeah. people for for who they are and where they're at.
0: Yeah. And yourself included, so it doesn't have to mean one over the other, you know. Mm-hmm. But we can be self-loving and love others, and it doesn't mean we're going to agree with everything that they say. But you know, this is the big experiment. If we do believe that there's a possibility of having a, a peaceful, harmonious uh, society, this is the test. Let's do that. Let's demonstrate that's possible by demonstrating that we can have, you know, uh, conversations with one another where we don't necessarily might not agree with everything where we can share our views peacefully. And if we don't want to participate, we don't have to, there's no forcing, you know? Um, But there's an opportunity there to do so and and to explore and challenge our own ideas about things too, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And um, I'll say one thing about challenging our own views is, um, you know, since I've been working with the medicine, I mean, (laughs) A lot of of my views have been very challenged and um, have changed. And, you know, I I finally became comfortable with the fact of changing my views on things. And, you know, it's that that's perfectly fine. It doesn't mean anything other than for me, I'm growing and evolving as a person.
0: Yeah, yeah, I had to get used to that pretty damn Mm -hmm. quickly. (laughs) I remember, you know, I used to be so attached to certain things. And then the next day it would just be turned completely upside down. And then, <laughs> yeah. I, and then I'd just like, okay. And I'd reorient myself and then it'll be turned upside down again. And I'd be like, oh, wow, this is a kind of rhythmic thing, isn't it? <laughs> you
1: know. <laughs> yeah, no, it to, is. It
0: yeah, is. I have to get used to the turning upside down of things instead of being attached to these specific things, you know?
1: Absolutely.
0: So, yeah, that's where uh, progressive growth really takes off. That's where mm-hmm. you really just rock it out of, you know, mm-hmm. these these. The harmful situations or these uncomfortable things and move into a state of flow um yeah i mean um so what else do you envision for that so there's going to be um a, a small fee because you've got to finance this yeah. it's going to work mm-hmm and yeah, are you, oh, hire ahead. people. Sorry. Or are you, sorry, that's okay. Are you going to hire people? Um, how, how do you see this unfold?
1: So eventually, yes. I mean, it's going to come to the point to where I'm going to have to hire people to help me with the with the website. And I actually talked to my web developer yesterday, and he, we discussed him bringing some more people in house at his operation to work specifically for the website. Um, because as the membership grows it's going to be a lot to administer and and develop the site further and and um you know with with my legal job kind of as my primary occupation but I'm hoping eventually to be able to cut back some of those hours to devote more time to the space um it's it's going to come the point where I'm going to need some help and and you know that that point will come but you know again I I'm just kind of in a flow state with it Rebecca I'm I'm, I'm just trying to let as many things happen as they will, um, you know, as much as I can. And uh, Mm -hmm. like with a lot of things I've learned in life that, you know, there's some things you can't force. So all I can do Mm -hmm. is put my best foot forward, absolutely do my best effort, put it out there um, and just encourage people and try to, you know, execute on my intention and envision uh, for it and, and hope it all works out you know,
0: beautiful. So it's a lovely approach. Um, you had mentioned that you, uh, you do have an idea as to when you might launch. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's in March, right?
1: Yes. So I, (laughs) you know, if you'd asked me this two years ago about consulting an astrologer for anything, I would have told you you were insane, but so, yeah, so Mm -hmm. I'm to the point in my spirituality now and proudly, um, where I actually (laughs) consulted in a very, uh, talented astrologer that's actually in Bulgaria, um, who advised me that like, I think it's March 4th before 10 AM is a good, good time to launch. And so that's going to be our first goal. And then I think the second one's like later March, like March 28th, but I don't see any problem based on my meetings and discussions with my developer, uh, while March 4th, the morning of March 4th, won't be absolutely doable.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, that's another interesting thing that came up where you talked about how you felt a few years ago about this <laughs> idea of astrology. And yeah. now, you know, here's another perfect, beautiful example of us shedding these uh, held beliefs and ideas and attitudes. I mean, with me, it's it's hilarious. I do laugh at myself a lot about these things. And I still find there's a part of me that still has a bit of attitude about some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it. It's crazy because it's actually, you know, it's getting in my own way. Um, but yeah, like what, what mom, well, we'd have to go back a long time now, <laughs> 10 years ago. Like I've been working in this area for like seven years, but um, yeah, these, these ideas of astrology, channeling crystals, energy, all this stuff, you know, these attitudes that that come from the past, um, Shedding them is just like, we don't have to embrace everything fully, whole, wholeheartedly. You know, these arenas, they're not necessarily for everybody, but for those who, you know, who are open, they're going to find some interesting tools to work with and interesting ways to, to navigate that are very different than the way that we approach things before. This is all part of the integrative journey too, is to open up to these things. God knows if we weren't open, we would never have found the medicines themselves, Right.
1: Yeah. And, and look, you know, for me, like these new beliefs and all this kind of, uh, you know, mystical stuff, um, you know, it's really just helped me explain a lot of my everyday reality and be comfortable with some of the stuff that happens. You know, <laughs> I'm like, I got these new beliefs and and things, events happen and I'm like, oh, OK, well you know, this piece over here kind of explains it for me right now, you know, and, and that might change in the next two months, you know, but sure. um, it's been very helpful just mentally of of understanding things in my physical reality, uh, kind of explained through these spiritual mystical concepts.
0: I love that. I love how you explain that, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like these tools are dropped our way for periods of time where it's like, OK, so here's a new way of looking at this or moving through this mm-hmm. experience or challenge or what have you or navigating this. And, you know, it serves you for a time and then you can break through another barrier of your attitudes about something else that's going to help you through the next and so that's on right. and so on. You
1: know? That's right. Yep. Yeah. We, I've been we rewarded. Have. <laughs> we have time. to be flexible. We have to be flexible in a lot of this stuff. And, you know, I just I, and I tell you what, where I see it, you know, and I live in the conservative South down here in South Louisiana. And some people are so just hell bent and, and solid in their beliefs that it it makes their life kind of hard because things are changing. You know, and I talked to my boss about this at lunch today. You know, things are changing and and beyond our control. You know, and so to to be so sturdy and rigid in your beliefs while everything out of your control is changing around you, makes for a really tough time in life. Mm-hmm. It it does, and so that's why I encourage people to, you know, kind of poke or or chisel away at some of these belief structures, you know, and and consider some new things. And I, I think you kind of your life can free up more towards these flow states, like you talk about.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and that's something that I, I, you know, I still am exploring, you know, what it means to flow and, and how to feel when I'm doing it and when I'm not and why, and, um, it's beautiful. Um, and another thing is that when I had attitudes about any of these things, it was usually, uh, something that actually could provide me with a very new next level achievement,
1: you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, the ne- unlock the next level. Yeah. I love exactly. it. exactly.
0: So it was like me, it's like, okay, I better open up to this because there must be a reason that I'm getting irritated by it or because I've got old attitudes that are still showing up. There's something in the way, you know, it's like me getting in my own way. I know it. I can feel that I've been through it too many times now not to recognize it. Right.
1: We have to drop those things that no longer serve us. Mm hmm. And I'm
0: wondering if we can take these things and apply them to all these other things in our lives that we've identified with them in the past, you know, and it's going to be a challenge, but all of this work is challenging work and so immeasurably rewarding in comparison to the challenges, right? Absolutely. Like there are people still, you know, um, as you say, you know, the rigid thinking, I'm a, you know, fill in the blank. And then there's this, you know, list of, of things that go along with that, whatever label that is. And I think that we're starting to let go of these things so that we can open up to see who we are beyond these labels, see who we can be, you know?
1: Yep. Absolutely. And, and I think people, once they, once they peek behind there, they start to see someone they love a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: Yeah, because they start to see themselves because I don't think that we really belong to all these labels. You know, I really don't. We're so much more when we experience ourselves in medicine. You can't put a label on that. No, not at all.
1: <laughs> no we are so complex that trying to fit someone's ideals or beliefs into any certain label system is is obviously a man-made construct because um it's it's so much more complex than that and you know I just people get lumped into categories that you know maybe unfairly um so and you know are are kind of judged by that I just hate the whole concept of it i I, I don't agree with it
0: <laughs> so moving into the entheo uh, connect platform, I wonder if Uh, because there'll be more safe opportunities uh, to openly, you know, discuss different things in the main that this might provide other people with a safer context within which to explore these things without, you know, feeling like, Oh, that's not for me. Or, you know, all of these ideas, it might, it might provide those opportunities.
1: Absolutely. And, and I, you know, that's the thing is I'm hoping to post content and create discussions about so many things in this space. Um, you know, I say in theogen spirituality, but you know, it, those two subjects transcend into so many other subjects. Um, you know, I hope to have at least just a little bit of everything, hopefully, a lot of everything where people can really go in and explore and figure out you know what it is that they are searching for through this quest uh with the medicine that, that they're going through. And um, you know, for me, I didn't really know. You know, I engaged the medicine, but it wasn't until after the medicine that I reapproached some of these concepts like astrology that it then I was like, wow, wait, hold on. Like maybe there is something to this that I like and can jive with, you know. And so I, I want to have all those things there for people to you know, to come to and and with a new, open mind and open heart, you know, start to think about their views or their beliefs as it relates to a lot of these different subjects.
0: Hmm. And it's it's like a lens. You know, and this is the way I've I've started to see these things that you can use a scientific lens to explore, and theogens, you mm-hmm. can use an astrological lens to explore our reality. These are different lenses, and you can switch lenses. You know, yeah. you can say, And scientists do, it.
1: and people, yeah. Yeah, they do. You know, and, and there's nothing wrong with that.
0: Well, they might have to with entheogens because looking on the surface of things is never going to get you too far that way. No, you know, we we know these we know these medicines are more than their you know their components, um, their ingredients. The the, mm-hmm. the experience is is everything, and you cannot scientifically quantify it.
1: No, it's it's what they call the mystical experience. And like in the psilocybin research, they begrudgingly admit that, hey, there's this mystical, I'm meeting God, you know, or angels, you know, type aspect to these experiences. And, you know, unfortunately, right now we cannot explain it, but but we know there's something scientific behind it, you know, but but they still don't have a valid rational scientific explanation for these aspects. Uh, of these medicines. And, you know, that's kind of where a lot of these churches or all the churches that are basing their, you know, and I say the word religious, just as a legal term of art, religious yeah. views off of, right. Is that this mystical experience brought on by these natural substances, you know, sounds really good to me. I mean, I like it. And, and I think it, it all kind of fits together that way. Um, and, and, you know, and I, and I do support the research, I do. But, you of know, it's course. this mystical aspect that, like you say, transcends the 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 physical ingredients of, uh, of the medicines.
0: Yes. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the science world exploring this is phenomenal. Of course, of course, it's lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny, because I've never been a scientifically minded person, but my son is. And I love the opportunities giving me to to discover things about it and and to be excited about it with him. Um, I was going to mention that uh, one scientific um, uh, experiment that was done, it was done about uh, actually integration about people's uh, experience after the medicine, after ayahuasca, and across the board, they wanted to find something that was like similar for everybody, which of course is tall order. We're all very unique. Yes. The one thing that they could say that is true of everybody, something they could actually measure, which surprised me was that everybody was more open.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. No. And that, that was true. Also, you know, I didn't really look at the research either, Rebecca, till I wrote my, my psilocybin book on the research. And, um, you are correct. That is one common theme. Now I will say this in Theo connect and me personally, will be helping support research in the sense that, and, and I spoke with some individuals last night about this, but we're going to come up and these is with research professionals are going to come up with some, you know, anonymous, uh, before and after ceremony forms for people to fill out, um, to mm. kind of, kind of start to quantify these experiences, Uh, You know, to the degree possible, again, like you say, everybody's going to be, you know, different. Some people wildly different. But just to try to get some data points there um, And in the application for this will be enormous. I mean, you know, you can use that data for integration talks. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, you can use it, you know, in the church context for any kind of legal argument uh, to show a number of different things. Uh, but it just data like that is very important. Um, and we're going to be supporting that, uh, a- along with a lot of other causes, you know, like the decriminalized nature movement we will be, you know, people can feel free to congregate there to get those get that ball rolling wherever, you know, mm-hmm. and so it's, it's going to be an overall support network for the community at large worldwide. Um, and, and I hope just mean people as you know, that want to come and engage and, and get involved.
0: That's wonderful. And um, yeah, it's, of course, it's, it's very valuable um, to to get a sense of what's happening overall with people. And of course we, we want that to happen. And I think there'll be a lot of people who will participate and support that and want to see those results. It's, it's also, we're all discovering this together too, as a group, and we want to understand where it's going and, that's why people always want to hear these stories of what happened to that guy, because this is what happened to me. And and then it, it further opens our minds to what's possible, you know, because we never know what's going to happen yeah. next with these experiences. Um, but just the fact that, that that was the one thing that they could come up with indicates how important it is to be open yep. and fear tends to we know this without a doubt, fear shuts people down yep. and it makes people less open. So that's why it's so much more important to have the safe space where people do feel like they can open up and that's where we'll really explore and be able to move on from all the shutting down and policing and instead, you know, exploring together in a safe space and, and, and you know, giving ourselves permission to further open up because that's where, that's where the answers are. That's where our future is in opening up and not shutting down.
1: Yeah, I agree, especially in the highly polarized times in which we live and, you know, kind of transcends borders. I know it's real bad in the US, but, you know, the highly polarized times we live in pushing people to a place of being open can only help the situation. It, yeah, it inspiring
0: them. Yeah, inspiring people cuz that's the only true That's going to bring about the true response, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I agree.
0: It's when something inside of them says, yeah, yeah, you know what? It feels good to let go. It feels good to let go of all those labels right now and to see where I want to, you know, and to just explore, you know, you don't have to commit to anything. Just open up because I think that solutions for everything that's happening are going to come out of groups of people come together from very diverse ideas and very diverse ideas of themselves and political realms and all of the above and say hey here's what we all know we want you know the love the connection the freedom the health the peace you know these are where the new ideas are going to come together to throw out all the old labels and say what can we create then instead of ranting against what we don't like what can we create that's new and different
1: I agree. And, and you know, again, the times I've kind of culminated in this is, uh, you know, a good next option, you know, a good next move. And um, I'm glad to have kind of been here to to help it and support it. You know, it's crazy that this opportunity just came along in a time in my life where I feel like I'm as strongest as I've ever been and, and and able to work these long hours and be motivated and still, you know, in alignment, spiritually, mentally, and physically. And it's, you know, just a very special time in my life right now, even though I work a lot, like I just feel it every day that I am doing something and creating something special. Um, and it keeps me going.
0: And uh, you are, you are, and we're living in really interesting times and even though it may uh seem terribly challenging at times and and that's okay to admit that too um but as we know from ceremony those are the ones that the ceremonies that are the most challenging are the ones that bring about the best and biggest changes in our life most positive changes so let's try to apply, you
1: know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and I agree with the the statement, you know, there are no bad quote unquote trips or journeys, you know, I, I, there's a lot of uncomfortable ones and sometimes painful ones, but, you know, I, I tend to agree with the, the thought that those are the most healing.
0: Mm-hmm. And so this can be too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and keeping that open mind is, is really key too. Um, and you mentioned that um, you're going to uh, uh, feature practitioners, you know, have mm-hmm. practitioners be able to join in this community and, and you know, share with people what they're offering so that those who may not feel like they have access to integration options will start to discover what is available and, and then explore what resonates with them because I think we all, um, like I help people with, Integration and others too, and we all go about it in our own unique ways. Or there are some some, some courses that are being offered as well about how to do that. So, um, but again, just like with ceremony and anything else in life, find out what resonates with you. You know what makes you feel like that's for me, and 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 continue to follow that to check in with yourself and to follow that. And there's going to be a lot of exciting options there. And then there's going to be the whole science side of things, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, with the practitioners, um, you know, again, we're going to have a lot of different ceremonies and retreats listed, um, you know, both in the U S and abroad, but probably mostly kind of focused on the U S but, but all over the world. And, um, and then like you say, a lot of practitioners integration, yoga, meditation, like, you know, all these ancillary services that go so hand in hand with the medicine, um, you know, people hopefully in a year will have tons of options and they'll have a lot of information out there related to each, you know, provider, um, and can make a good, you know, informed decision on who they feel might be best for them. And if not, they'll have another, uh, option, you know? So that's, that's, I think that's great. You know, people have options, have information, uh, I think that leads to good results for most people.
0: It does. It was like what we were talking about earlier, all these, you know, different tools, the crystals and astrology, yeah. <laughs> like that. I mean, you may find that at one point in your life, it's like, Oh my God, that's so not for me. And then like two years later, it's like, thank God for crystals. It got me through this, or it opened me up to that. You know, there are different times for these things. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah I mean there and there are so many different people offering integration um, and and we yeah we all do it differently but we all are starting to do lots of things remotely too mm-hmm. so I just want people out there to know that uh, there are there are so many things available right now it's a challenging time and there are lots of us who have, adapted very well to the remote world and it doesn't stop us.
1: <laughs> from absolutely, doing not. That. Yeah, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. That's a beautiful thing. I mean, because look, you know, you're, you're in Toronto, but I promise you there are probably, you know, 50 people in this or more in the state of Louisiana who you are the perfect integration coach for. Right. Yeah. Um, and so connecting you to those people is, could be paramount to some of them's progression. Yeah.
0: yeah, I feel like ultimately, and I I think that you know most uh, coaches and and integration people agree that the answers you know to all this stuff is within us. The medicine will help us to understand that, and and all I do is facilitate people you know um, getting going deep within and getting those answers and and all the other magical things that go along with that because there's tons of it. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, that that what do they call it? The white light, mo- or the uh, you know, when the light bulb clicks. Whenever, you know, and especially I found whenever I find the answer within myself, that aha moment is a real aha moment to to just completely come into focus and understand that what I'm looking for or seeking, the answer um, has always been just right here inside of me. And, yeah, and that feels good and empowering to to come to those realizations.
0: Yeah. And, and it's, it's what you know, a lot of the medicines introduce us to. You know, they couldn't reach us if we didn't have that vehicle within us, that delivery system. And we do. You know The chemicals are part of it, but they can only work if there's something to work with inside of us. And the reason why we resonate with something, why something vibrates in us saying, yes, that's right, is because we have that truth to establish, you know, we, we have it because we line it up with whatever that person says and goes, oh yeah, it's vibrating. So it's there. It's my truth too. I got that. Yeah. It's beautiful. I would love to see sometimes when I see people have those breakthroughs, I would love to see some kind of, you know, those, uh, infrared or, you know, when, you see colors or some vibration happening. I would just love to see what that looks like. Oh, be, yeah, would that would be, yeah. be very
1: interesting to 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 monitor that and see what they can say, you know, scientifically about the the energy levels in and around them uh, when when an emotional I always call it emotional state or just uh, that st- state or frame of mind comes into being. What how the body and the energy reacts to it.
0: Yeah, that epiphany, or that breakthrough, or when you're just shedding something, like in ceremony, we, you know, it's happened to all of us, you throw it up, and it's gone, you know, and then, and then I wonder, you know, it's almost like there's got to be different colors, you know, that are there afterwards,
1: you know, Mm -hmm. the before and after and,
0: and we must change, like, there must be something even physical that changes, because you can feel it, right? Right.
1: And I can see it. I've been, you know, once I started going to ayahuasca ceremonies and bufo ceremonies, like the main one of the first things I realized was the physical change in appearance of, of the people. And, you know, more times than not, it was the person who was having the most intense process. Uh, you know, the next day, you could just see it. You know, wow. Oh, yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah, we have had that. And you come, you come home and you look at them and you go, you have changed. And I know people have seen that in me and you and everybody. Yep. And and it's felt,
1: right? It's like this. Absolutely. It up is. Up. And and I've had a few <laughs> <expressions>, people Right. <laughs> I've had a few people come to me, Rebecca, and ask me, A, what was I up to? And B, <laughs> can they get involved? And right. And and to that end, I'll tell you, so we're starting a nonprofit to kind of work hand in hand with the Connect that is called Bridging the Gap. And what we're going to be doing is providing anywhere between 10 and 15 of the net proceeds from the website to this nonprofit to help subsidize these plant medicine ceremonies for for poor and underserved, poor people and people in underserved communities. Um, And we're going to be doing that all the time, but occasionally we're going to go and kind of do a video narrative of the story, um, to share with everybody. So that way they can, you know, I I just see it as a positive energy exchange. People can see these stories play out, um, and, you know, put some positive energy out there on, on the net.
0: Wonderful. That's so great to hear. And, and I think that that's been coming for a long time too. I think there are other people doing that and I just hope it happens more and more and I'm sure that people will support that. So, um, yeah, this has been a, a fabulous conversation. I knew it would be. Thank you Absolutely. so much for joining me.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me, Rebecca. I really do appreciate it. And, and you know, look, as, as things progress on my end or on your end, uh, you know, if you want to sit down and have another one, just don't ever hesitate to reach out.
0: Of course. And where can people connect with you? Would you like to direct them only to the Entheo Connect site? Or what if people do want to help out? Is there um, a, someone else they should get in touch with or should they get in touch with you did you want to give out some contact info
1: oh yeah no that's fine um so you know if you want to contact me directly my email is george.lake at intheoconnect.com. um otherwise feel free to go to the website sign up for the email list or uh you can find me on facebook at greg lake or we have an IntheoConnect facebook page as well so there's there's several different avenues there, but I, I want to encourage people that if you want to contact me directly, feel free. Uh, I try to answer emails as timely as I can, but I will promise that I'll, uh, I'll get back to you.
0: Wonderful. And, uh, right now we can go on to the ntheoconnect.com site and sign up for the newsletter so that we'll be aware of what's happening and when, when things are moving forward,
1: right? This is correct. And just so everybody knows, um, There's a free copy of my first ebook, Psychedelics and Mental Health Series, Psilocybin, uh, that I've been giving to everybody on the email list. So, I mean, it's, you know, uh, a free little tidbit there that people might find interesting. And so I've been sending that out with everyone who signs up for the email list.
0: That's wonderful. And yeah, just a little bit about that book. um, The kind of information that's in there would be helpful for people to know.
1: Yeah, so basically what I did was take all the psilocybin research that had been done up through February 2020, uh, and then I kind of divided, divided it out into depression, healthy subjects, uh, addiction, and, uh, you know, in stage cancer, terminal cancer patients, uh, and then my last chapter is about the decriminalization measures that were kind of floating around at the time the book was published.
0: Interesting. Wonderful. Oh, lots of updates to that too.
1: I mean, yeah, there is some they're updates.
0: They're <laughs> like it's exploding right now. It's unbelievable it amount of companies that are involved. So think about this, you know, there are some really challenging things happening, but there's so many beautiful things there growing.
1: <laughs> there are. So yeah. and, and the right things I feel are kind of growing, Um, you know, especially in this space, it's, it's growing dramatically. Um, Every day people are kind of being, you know, I don't to say squeeze, but people are being called to this space uh, in one way or another for all different reasons. But people are coming. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, before too long, we're going to have an extremely large community and we will have a, a voice. And, you know, these changes that are happening will, will happen quicker uh, and, and be better, have better results.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I believe that too 100%. Okay, thanks again Greg. And uh yeah to everybody out there uh check out Entheogen Connect. It's Entheoconnect, right? Anthio
1: Connect.
0: .com. All right, beautiful. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you Rebecca. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Ayahuasca Talks. Please visit RebeccaHayden.com for more ayahuasca integration content and for information about working with me and using hypnosis as an empowering integration tool.